Welcome back to Fiction Fixation. Each week we get together and we recap a different book or movie. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. And this week we are talking about a Netflix original movie called Don't Look Up, starring Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio. And they are astronomers. They're scientists that study the stars and space and planets and cosmic shit like that. Not in the same way you do. You you're also you're you're a different brand, a little less scientific, but I prefer it. You're more into the astrology. I love astrology, but I'm I'm not buying lottery tickets or making major life choices based on astrology. Yeah. But it's a fun little thing to look into. It's just fun. Whenever I'm having a bad day, I will usually message Courtney and be like, okay, what the fuck is happening with my astrology? Like, explain this to me. And she'll be like, oh, Venus, like, did a monkey loop around Neptune and now you're star-crossed, whatever. Like, it's just mumbo-jumbo, but it makes me feel like there is an expert in my life that is looking out for me, so. Rose, like most other people, has to find a white girl with a nose ring (laughs) to let her know which planet is making her sad, and I don't have the heart to tell her that it's Earth. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence, I feel like she's just playing herself with red hair. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence, in this movie... She has red hair that's kind of buzzed on the sides. And then she has those bangs that really, really like only the coolest, dopest chicks can pull off. Like those bangs that come halfway. Yeah, like micro baby bangs. Yeah, like the baby bangs. Dude, the attitude and confidence you need to pull those off. And she has it in this movie. 100%. And then Leonardo DiCaprio... Leonardo DiCaprio is unrecognizable. First of all, we all know that I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, <laughs> hardcore love him. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of the beard. He is really transformed into, like, a dad vibe character, but not, like, yes, daddy dad. More like, dad, can I go over, you know, Jen's house for a sleepover type vibes. And he has a dad bod to go with his dad vibes. Dad bod, beard. Leonardo DiCaprio looks like an accountant. And I don't mean like a sexy accountant. I mean like an actual CPA. Right. And if you're confused what a sexy accountant is, uh, you're obviously not on TikTok and there are some things you will never know. (laughs) Nobody asks questions when you tell them you're an accountant. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we have... Dr. Mindy, who's played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and then Kate Dibiowski. We're just going to call her Kate. I don't want to say that last name a whole lot. Um, <laughs> I think you already said it wrong. <laughs> probably. Come for her on Twitter. <laughs> don't come for me. I will cry. Like, literally, all you have to do is be like, we're coming for you, and I'll believe you and just cry. Okay? <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah, so they are astronomers for Michigan State. And mm-hmm. when the movie opens up, um, Kate, who is a PhD student, she makes an incredible discovery of a comet that no one else has discovered before. Yeah. So she calls in Dr. Mindy and the rest of like their team that they work with come in and they're so excited that she made this discovery and she has proof of it. And they're they're celebrating. They have like champagne and whatever. Like they are 
so fucking excited. And so they start like, all right, yeah, let's look at its orbit and see when the next time this might come around, you know? Um, and so they're looking through it. And then he's, Dr. Mindy is going through some of these numbers and Kate goes, why is that number getting smaller? Right. So the orbital numbers and whatever math he does tells him that this comet is heading straight for Earth. And so because of the size of this thing, uh, this is serious shit. This is like yeah. extinction level event. And so, of course, they're they're very concerned about it. Like, hell, <laughs> we're in danger. <laughs> Their first call is to NASA, which like, do you think every astronomer has like NASA's phone number? Because they get, they get to like the director of NASA. I don't know. Maybe there's like a hotline. <laughs> 1-800-what is that star that's making me sad? <laughs> and they transfer you to a white lady with a nose ring. Yeah. It's Earth Babes. Thanks for calling. Um, <laughs> but they call um, this one guy who is like the head of planetary defense or something like that. No, literally. He's the head of planetary defense at NASA. Space Force. <laughs> does that not sound like an Avenger? It does. What's your job? I work for planetary defense. So I'm like, cool. Can you like slip Captain America my number? Because Chris Evans' ass is like chef's kiss. <laughs> Boom. Christopher Jamal Evans. He better not have a scandal where it comes out he's trash. Um, I, If it comes out that he's trash, then we're just going to beg for the meteor to hit us. <laughs> like we're done. We're done. Anyways, so they call the head of planetary defense. And I think he has a direct line to the director. Yeah, to like the director at NASA. So they're all on a three-way phone call and they're going over the numbers and they're like, this is serious. You know, our calculations say like, you know, just over six months until this comet hits the Earth. And it's the size of Mount Everest. So like it's going to demolish us. Kate and Dr. Mindy get flown out immediately to D.C. and they go to the White House and you kind of get this sense of urgency like, wow, they're about to meet with the president. But they go there and they're forced to just sit in a waiting room outside of the Oval Office. Dr. Mindy and Kate are having two very different coping mechanisms here. Dr. Mindy is having a panic attack in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Kate is just getting high as fuck. Yeah. I feel like in an event like this, I am both reactions. <laughs> I'm going to have a panic attack and then I'm going to find somebody with some drugs. All right. Yeah. I mean, so they're told that they're not going to meet with the president that day. They have to come back the next day. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm leaving. Like it literally there is a comet coming to Earth to destroy humanity. And I'm trying to warn the president of the United States and they're not taking me seriously. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm going to Twitter like there's nothing changes the world like a hashtag. You know? <laughs> Twitter will fix it <laughs> for sure. I'm just going to get the president canceled on TikTok. We're going to get the president canceled on TikTok and TikTok at, and Twitter will fix it. They will shame. They will cancel the comment. Gen Z would literally shame that comment to where it would turn back the fuck around and go back to where it came from. You, they should have just tried canceling the comment. Yes. But the president, who is Meryl Streep in this movie, Meryl Streep is the president. This is a star-studded movie. I was not expecting it all is. of these 
famous actors. Meryl Streep is president. And this is not the Meryl Streep that we just saw in The Devil Wears Prada from the other week. No, this is... I'm trying to find the words to describe her without being disrespectful. (laughs) Um, She looks phenomenal. She looks phenomenal. She does. And she is very concerned about her polling and her numbers. And so that's her main focus is the next election. So as Dr. Mindy and Kate are explaining to the president, hey, there's this mass extinction event and you guys need to get on this quickly. The president's like, you know what? We're just going to sit on this because the midterms are coming and we really don't need a uh, we don't need a distraction. Well, and she's super like condescending. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys found that um, little meteor, right? Little asteroid. (laughs) And they're like, it's a Mount Everest size comet headed straight for the earth. But sure. When it hits, it will have the power of a billion nuclear bombs. Mm -hmm. It will hit somewhere in the Pacific Ocean and it will wipe out the whole planet. Yeah, they're like, this is an extinction level event. So the president and the chief of staff are not taking this seriously at all. And to give you an idea of just how not seriously they're taking it, the chief of staff is played by Jonah Hill. So immediately uh-huh. you get the vibes that there is there's not a lot of seriousness <laughs> happening in this scene. Dr. Mindy and Kate leave this meeting with the head of planetary defense and they're just like, OK, well, it's obvious that the White House is not going to do anything about this. They go to the press. Um, They go to the New York Herald to just kind of get the word out that there is a comet. Yeah. And so it seems like the New York Herald publishes a story, but it it almost Mm -hmm. seems like it's a blip in the radar. and No one takes it seriously, which like when you think about it, there are articles periodically about comets headed to Earth. Like I know you've seen them because I've seen them. And I think the Mm -hmm. problem is because there's so much clickbaiting and doomsdaying that when I hear that, I'm like, clearly there's a comet headed to Earth. It clearly isn't that big of a deal because if it was, like people would be running around with chickens with their heads cut off. I truly believe if there is actually something like this that was going to happen, the governments of the world would collectively choose not to tell us. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, oh yeah, they're going to die. Like, why am I going to tell them they're going to (laughs) die? They're fine. They don't need to know. Um, I feel like the only heads up that we would have that something like this was going to happen is that suddenly all of the world leaders would be like, oh, we just want to go look at the stars really quickly. We're going to get on this on the space shuttle and just mm-hmm. tour tour the moon real quick. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they bring their friends and family and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Why? Um. Why is the presidential dog going with you? Suspicious. They go to the press and it seems like an article is published, but nothing really happens. And so they start going on morning shows. Yeah, they start going on morning shows. Just one morning show. (laughs) It's called The Rip, The Daily Rip, I think. This is the best show they can get them on. I uh, mm. And this is mostly like a light, fluffy It's not even a news show. It's more like a gossip show. It is. It's like the Wendy Williams show. (laughs) And so they go on this and like they're kind of brief beforehand. Like, remember, keep it light. Keep it upbeat. 
And Kate's like, there's a giant comet headed towards the earth that's going to kill us all. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Don't say any of that. They try to keep it casual, but then people keep kind of... Trying to make light of it. Yeah, the hosts of the show keep trying to make light of it. And they're like, can you make this asteroid, you know, like hit my ex-wife's house <laughs> and then kate she breaks down and she's like this asteroid is coming towards the earth and we are all going to die yeah i mean she starts cursing and she goes hysterical mm-hmm. and it's live tv and the hosts are just kind of like oh boy <laughs> just another hysterical woman am i right um she yeah. storms off When the show is over, Kate and Dr. Mindy get the feedback that basically the internet is treating this like a joke. Yeah, they're like, Dr. Mindy did amazing. But there's a whole lot of like hysterical woman memes coming out Mm -hmm. about Kate because she's so mad that people aren't taking it seriously. I want to put this in perspective that people would rather die (laughs) To believe a woman is smarter than them. Yeah. Yeah. As the internet is going wild, spreading memes and pictures, making fun of her outburst, her boyfriend basically exploits their relationship for a clickbait article. He exploits the relationship for clickbait. And then obviously she's kind of like a laughing stock. Nobody takes her seriously right now. But after this whole media circus thing, um, they kind of go back to their lives, but they don't stop talking about the comment. They're trying to get, you know, they're trying to kind of get the word out about it. Um, And the president and the government send the FBI to kidnap them. FBI shows up at Dr. Mindy's house and basically like takes him. Um, And then Kate gets arrested very dramatically at gunpoint and gets a bag put over her head. (laughs) And the chief of staff, who again is played by Jonah Hill, he tells her later, like, hey, the FBI doesn't usually put the bag over over your head. I had them do that. What's confusing is that the FBI grabbed them, but then took them to the White House. Because I thought they were really getting arrested because what they talked about with the president was supposed to be classified. And they went and leaked classified information so i really thought they were getting arrested but instead they get brought to the white house and i'm thinking like are they using the fbi like as their mafia like men probably to be honest that sounds legit would not surprise me but yeah so kate's like you didn't have to tackle me you could have just called me (laughs) (laughs) like she doesn't give a fuck she's like we're all gonna die you could have just been like yo yeah and so the president's like so we've had a whole bunch of other scientists Um, Also look at the comet and it looks like your numbers are correct. And Kate is just like, no fucking shit. At this point, two months have gone by since they initially warned them. And Kate knows that what's really going on is that the president is currently in the middle of a giant scandal. Yeah, she's like, um, is this about saving the planet or is this because you got caught sending pictures of your cooch To, to a Supreme Court nominee? Yeah, and she's like, in, can you smoke in the Oval Office? Because she's smoking in the Oval Office. Like, is that allowed? <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, but yeah, she's smoking in the Oval Office, and she's like, it's definitely the cooch thing, but... <laughs> she's like, whatever, as long as you're taking this seriously, I honestly don't care, like, what the motivations are. And so they put Leo back on a morning show. Dr. Mindy, you said Leo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's his name. 
And they put Dr. Mindy back on the same morning show to kind of give an update on the comet and that the president is definitely taking action. You know, basically a fluff piece on how the president is amazing. Do you know what just occurred to me is the fact that I was criticizing that they put these scientists on a morning show that's like about pop culture that morning show probably gets way more viewers than the news like if they would have put them on a legitimate news station nobody would have seen it nobody would have seen it and people wouldn't know which i would prefer to be honest (laughs) um i would prefer to not know if there's literally nothing you can do why no and there's not there's nothing you can do except loot which, you know, put a pin in that. Yeah, that's coming later. <laughs> the president explains, you know, this new plan that they're going to do. Um, and the plan is essentially they are going to take all of these nuclear bombs up into space with essentially a suicide bomber and a rocket. He's going to lead all of these satellite bombs to the comet, blow it up. Yeah, so the plan is that if the comet is blown up into a bunch of little pieces, it's not going to be as catastrophic when those little pieces fall to Earth. And then and a lot of those smaller pieces will incinerate when it enters the atmosphere. So that's their plan. It's a good plan. It is a really good plan. Um, and they send Leo on the morning show again. Who do they send? They send Leo. They they send Doctor Mindy. daddy version of leo they send daddy leo (laughs) to um you literally called a main character lizzo for like an entire episode (laughs) because you couldn't remember lissa so you're gonna deal with this god damn it mistakes were made okay anyways so they send dr mindy on the same morning show to explain the plan and how amazing it is. But then the female anchor of the show is like grabbing his inner thigh and like rubbing on him. She's throwing herself on him and she's not the only one because apparently on the internet, Dr. Mindy is getting this reputation as the sexy astronomer. Science daddy. But like, he's not though. Like he's not, He's getting all this attention for being, like, so smart and, like, the scientist with the comet when, like, Kate discovered it. It's Kate's comet. Right. Like. He's getting all the attention and Kate is getting burned. And not just that. The comet is named after Kate. It's called the Dibiaski comet. And so it just kind of sucks because it's like, this is so typical, especially in, in the science fields where it's like a woman makes a discovery and then a man takes all the credit. Yeah. Um, after this morning show, um, Dr. Mindy is heading back to his hotel room and the news anchor just sort of like pulls him into a cubby and starts kissing him. And she's like, tell me we're going to die. <laughs> like weird kink, but OK. He's like, I'll play along. The day comes for the mission to nuke the comment to commence for its blast off day. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Mindy and Kate, they are both like in the situation room in the White House. It's like a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I don't know where the situation room is. I feel like it's in the Pentagon. But regardless, um, they are in the situation room. This mission is about to launch. And the president gives the honor of launching to Dr. Mindy. 
because he discovered the comet. But he didn't. <laughs> I know. And you can tell Kate's like, son of a fucking bitch. Right. He he does. He does the the launch. And then people are all gathered outside and they're watching the rockets and the bombs go up into space. And then a gentleman enters the situation room and he's the owner, CEO, founder, president, whatever, of... Bash Communications. This is a mega giant tech company. It's almost like um, Apple and Tesla and Google mixed together. Yeah. It's like pervasive, the amount of information he's gathering on people, you know? Well, it's funny because he enters the situation room and Kate is like, uh, is he allowed to be in here? I mean, this is supposed to be a very secured place. And the chief of staff tells her, oh, yeah, he's a huge donor. He can come in whenever he wants. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he's a platinum eagle level donor to the campaign. He has full clearance. Kate and Dr. Mindy get kicked out of the situation room. Uh -huh. And they are just flabbergasted. Like, what the hell? Why are the rockets turning around? The chief of staff comes out and basically says, Dr. Mindy, you are the new chief science advisor for the president. You get to come back mm -hmm. into the room. But the head of planetary defense and Kate are not allowed to come back into the situation room. Kate and the other guy, they have no idea what's going on. They they can't get the tea until Dr. Mindy gets out of this meeting. And by the way, it's obviously like very high level clearance meeting. And yet they all go mm -hmm. out to drink at some like random restaurant and talk about it in the open. Yeah. And so Leo tells them what went down in the meeting in the middle of this bar in D.C. And he essentially says, listen, the owner of Bash Communications had his own scientist look into the meteor and it's full of gold and diamonds and shit. It's full of rare minerals that are worth $40 trillion. Yeah. And so the Bash guy, Peter, he is like, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to send these satellite drones up to the meteor. They're going to implant these beads into the meteor, break it apart into smaller pieces, but then they're going to latch onto it and guide them gently in the, to the Pacific Ocean where we can mine them. They have abandoned the original plan because of what? Capitalism. Capitalism. Old daddy capitalism. So they're talking about it out in the middle of this bar. People over here, they try to lie about it. And they're like, oh, no, we're just strategizing. Like, you know, we're just theorizing here. But they are, they're very famous at this point. Like, everybody knows who they are. Dr. Mindy has been on many shows. He's even been, on, like, on a kid's cartoon. Yeah, on Sesame Street. <laughs> on Sesame Street. So people know who they are, and they know that they have the tea. So they basically start getting mobbed at this restaurant. Yeah, Dr. Mendy's trying to defuse it. And then Kate's like, they deserve to know. And then she just tells them the absolute truth. She goes, they want to let this meteor hit the earth so they can mine it and make rich people even fucking richer. This plan isn't going to work and we're all going to fucking die. Um, and then people start looting and destroying the bar and the streets. 
And, and, you know, I it happens very quickly, it seems like. And I feel like a lot of people don't know why they're looting. They're just like, oh, shit, it's looting time. Like, if remember when you were saying how long <laughs> after yeah. the apocalypse is it appropriate to start looting? That's a legitimate question, and I still don't know. And I think a lot of people were kind of like, okay, we're all going to die. When can we start looting? And then when they saw other people looting, they're like, oh, the, the time is now. <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, and then this lands Kate again in the back of an FBI car with a bag over her head. <laughs> well, right, she's in trouble again this time, I guess, for inciting a riot. And they take her to a non-disclosed place and they're like, listen, you're going to shut the fuck up about all of this stuff. You're going to go back home to your parents' house. You're going to stop doing science shit and we won't arrest you and put you in jail. And she's like, what the fuck ever? It just she's ready to die at this point. <laughs> she signs papers agreeing not to talk to the media anymore. But it's like, I don't know. It's just so such a weird listen, the logistics. I feel like the logistics of how this government works in this movie is so bootleg and somehow still believable that the FBI is like some secret mafia that like kidnaps people and takes them to warehouses. I think that if we actually knew the inner workings of our government, we would be surprised about how ghetto it actually is. Yeah, it's really bootleg for sure. <laughs> Kate gets dropped off in Illinois mm -hmm. back at her hometown with her parents. Dr. Mindy has started kind of a media campaign because people want yes. to know why the plan to blow up the asteroid was canceled. And so he, uh, because he's the sexy astronomer, he's out there making appearances in commercials and kind of telling people that he's selling this lie, basically, that... The meteor is is going to make everybody rich and it's going to eradicate poverty and suffering because that's how this works, right? Because if we had enough resources to eradicate poverty, mm -hmm. we would. We already have it. We already have enough resources to eradicate poverty. Don't give me this bullshit. Yeah, no. Um, if you eradicate poverty, then nobody has incentives to take the lower paying jobs. If the reach, the reach, what is up with my accent today, dude? The reach? If the reach, if the rich and elite wanted to eradicate poverty, they could. Correct. And they don't. So whatever trillion dollars are going to be raining from the sky are not going to be going to the people that need it. They're all going to go in the pockets of the rich. Yeah, but what they're saying is essentially that the mining and the transportation and the processing, all the work that's going to go into turning all of this comet into money um, is going to create a lot of jobs. And so that's the way they're really spending it is that we can all survive plus get all this cool new money from the space. From jobs. jobs are raining down from space. And so that's how they're spinning it. You know, it's going to help everybody. I don't want to say people don't need jobs, but what people need is better pay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there, there is an abundance of jobs. There is not an abundance of jobs that pay living wages. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? But whatever. Mm -hmm. um, then Leo's, God damn it. <laughs> then Dr. Mindy's wife shows up. Like he's like making out with the news anchor as they stumble into his hotel room. And his wife's just sitting there. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, this makes sense. So he loses his wife. He has sold out to 
the government because he's kind of peddling their bullshit agenda. I don't know. It's really sad and disappointing. It is pretty sad and disappointing of Dr. Mindy. Meanwhile, Kate is back in Illinois working at like a liquor store and these three guys show up and they're like, oh my God, we love you. You're like famous. Um, they're like, by the way, we're going to steal all this shit. She's like, I don't fucking care. We're all going to die. Yeah. Um, and then she finds this like grungy, skateboardery, long haired boyfriend. And she's like, yeah, this is fine. Do you know who he is? No. Timothy Chalamet, who is just, I don't know, man. He's that kid's got some like crack sprinkled on him because he is a whole lot of yums. <laughs> wait, he, wait he, how old is he? How old is he before I say that? <laughs> Rose has to make sure that he's legal okay, before he's she's 20, like 20. He's 26. So yeah. Anyways. So yeah, she finds this like dirty, grungy skateboarder, long haired boyfriend. And she's like out back of like where she works, just like drinking and smoking with them, trying to explain science to a whole bunch of stoners. It's so bizarre to me. They're just living their normal lives. But right. We get to the point where we are 25 days out from where the comet is supposed to hit. The comet is now close enough to be seen with the naked eye in the night sky. Yeah. Like that's how close it is. Yeah. You can see it. And it's one of those things where like some people were denying that there was even a comet out there. And now you can see it. Yeah. And so because now it's so obvious, there is a huge political divide of people that are just outraged that nothing is being Uh done. And then people that are like, no, 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 we are getting more jobs. We're going to get all these good things. And it's become a very political issue. Yeah. Well, and also you have the tech guy who is essentially doing his mission, but they had included some other countries Um, And they just kicked those countries out of the planning and the project. Um, I think they said China and Russia were going to be helping. Um, They kicked China and Russia out. China and Russia decided to do their own mission, which failed miserably. Now the tech guys like strategy is like the only plan on the table right now. And because you know what? The thing about the tech guys plan is that they needed the comet to get closer to Earth before mm-hmm. they bombed it. Otherwise, they would lose all the minerals. And so yeah. it's the kind of thing to where, like, dude, if your plan fails, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. Dr. Mindy comes around at this point where he know he doesn't think this plan is going to work. And he has a mental breakdown on the same morning show that he's been going on. He has a mental breakdown basically saying how everyone's going to fucking die and this is bullshit and capitalism is killing the planet. Do you know what's interesting to me, though? Um, Okay, so bear with me for a second. I'm going to get a little philosophical, but Glennon... A little philosophical. (laughs) Glennon Doyle has a podcast um, called We Can Do Hard Things. And one of the very first episodes is about anxiety. And the way she described anxiety made me think of this movie, but also was like just so helpful in general, because she's like, everybody talks about like when you have anxiety, they try to make yeah. you think that you're crazy. When in reality, you're the only one who's like paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like the other people are having a mental breakdown by pretending everything's okay. He's the only one that's actually like having the healthy reaction. 
Yeah, because everyone is going to die and he knows it. Yeah. Dr. Mindy and Kate are going on a YouTuber rampage. You know, they're doing live streams. They're doing videos. Uh, At one point, Dr. Mindy goes back on Sesame Street and they're like, can you tell us about the comet? And he's like, it is going to hit the earth and we are all going to fucking die. Kate is not the only one that um, will get the boot for freaking out because Leo now gets served with an NDA and is sent home, essentially. Right. Well, he picks up Kate and he buys groceries and he just heads home because it's the day of the big, you know, the big plan, the big launch. And he's not part of it. So he kind of just heads home to his wife. Yeah. He heads home to his wife who forgives him um, because they're all going to die. So Kate and Dr. Mindy are all at his house. They're making dinner like nothing's happening. And... It's just a fun time. The director of planetary defense, he shows up with Jim Beam, you know, because you're going to need some fucking whiskey because you're all about to die. First of all, their level of just going on about things. Listen, if I was a scientist and I knew that in probably about like an hour or two, we were all going to die. I'm not going to be sitting around the table Mm -hmm. fucking drinking and eating, talking about coffee. I'm going to go find somebody with some hard fucking drugs. I don't want to be awake for this shit. Can I get an anesthesiologist? (laughs) Um, Like, does anybody have any cocaine? I've never done coke, but I feel like now is the time. It might be the time. Yeah. Well, in the situation room, the president of the United States is overseeing this mission Mm -hmm. 24 drones are sent up to the asteroid and almost immediately things start going wrong yeah so almost immediately um a few of them get wiped out they don't launch right and the tech guy is like this is okay we planned for some losses which good for you but then the drones that actually make it are not working the way they should the sequencing is off. So they planned to insert these beads, which are essentially bombs, into the comet. And then they were supposed to explode at the same time. So, and that's like the only way it could work. But the sequencing of the bead explosions um, were off, making the other ones incapable of exploding. This plan failed. And it failed miserably, and this was the only chance they had. This was the only plan. It doesn't work. The comet is hurling to space. People are starting to see it lighting up the sky. Meanwhile, Dr. Mindy, Kate, and the others are just, they are having the most pleasant dinner chat. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just the vibes in there are just so chill wholesome yeah they're just like oh do you grind your own coffee bean oh is this store-bought is this dessert store-bought this is really good just yeah going about their day and courtney is this not what we do every single day just pretend like we're not all gonna die yeah just pretending like the world is not falling apart and everyone we love Mm -hmm. is going to inevitably die Mm mm-hmm Yeah, we do that every day, only their death is impending and it's coming real fucking quick. To be clear, you're talking about the characters. I'm talking about the characters. This is not a death threat to your family, (laughs) This is not a death threat to my family. (laughs) 
Um, honestly, if I went crazy and tried to kill my family, like my children could take me. Like it's, I have no doubt. I think two of your kids are like junior mafia. Yeah. They're probably breaking kneecaps right now. You know, you know what? My girl child is probably like the third leader of the mafia, (laughs) but like nobody suspects it. Oh girl. Listen, I was a little surprised by this ending because I, Same. I hated the ending. Well, I actually ended up liking it. I was just surprised because the comet hits the earth. And everybody dies. It, we start seeing these shots of nature and people all over the world just being obliterated. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, this is not what I was expecting. I thought there was going to be a Hail Mary at the end. Yes. Because American movies always have a happy ending. That's what we tell our kids. That's what I wanted. (laughs) I tell my kids, American movies always have a happy ending. Because again, we are delusional. Do like Hispanic or foreign movies not always have a happy ending? Well, Russian movies specifically, my husband is Russian. He says... Of course it's Russian movies. Yeah. He says that Russian movies notoriously don't have happy endings because they're, they try to be like artistic, you know? Because it's Russian. And they try to have an impact and they try to be Russian. There's no happy ending in Russia. (laughs) Yes. Russian movies have no happy ending because there's no happy ending in Russia. Right. (laughs) (laughs) In Russia, happy endings have you. Totally. The world ends. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And we get a final few seconds of Dr. Mindy and Kate and his wife and his kids and everyone sitting at the dinner table before everything goes black. So mm-hmm. presumably everybody's dead. Yes. We cut to the credits and then there's an end credit scene. Well, yes, but we knew that was coming because remember when uh, Tech Guy leaves the Situation Room after he finds out his plan is failing, Mm -hmm. he leaves the Situation Room to go to the bathroom and then the president's like, I have to go to the bathroom too. (laughs) And then they leave. She leaves her chief of staff slash son there. Right. And yeah, she gets on the escape pod um, and she invites Dr. Mindy and his family and he declines. Very interesting. Well, and at this point, everybody in the situation room is um, piecing out. Yeah, very suspiciously kind of getting up and having somewhere better to go. But yeah, so we it cuts to an end credit scene where the tech guy and what appears to be probably a thousand mm-hmm. plus people land on a new planet and they come out of their, what do they call, cryo cryo chambers cryo chambers and they are perfectly preserved despite it being 22,000 years later they're also naked <laughs> right i feel like that is the least shocking part of this courtney but okay yeah they're naked <laughs> lots of butts lots of butts lots of butts everywhere and they're on this new earth-like planet and the president is like oh my god look at this bird are those feathers or scales um, and she goes up and she just gets ate in the face by a giant bird. There are these beautiful birds that look kind of like an ostrich mixed with like a peacock, like beautiful colors. And it looks like the type of bird that wouldn't eat your face, but it totally does eat her face. So she's down. No one seems concerned. No one even panics, which, by the way, there's a bunch of those birds everywhere and no one panics. So but, you know. Anyways, that is where our story leaves us today. Well, hold on. There's another after credit scene where... I didn't watch that one. There's another after credit scene after all the credits where 
Jonah Hill, who is who plays the chief of staff, mm-hmm. he comes out of the rubble at the White House and he is <sighs> alive and he starts like he pulls out his phone and he's like, what up, guys? I'm the last man on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, cockroaches normally do survive. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> it's very believable. Well, the teapot is empty for today. Don't worry, more is brewing in on the way. We'll be back next week with a new episode. We'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye.